Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer and no statement made during the show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor. This is the Retirement Ready Podcast with President and Founder Eric Peterson of Peterson Financial Group, Iowa's retirement specialists with an office in West Des Moines. It's time to make sure that you're retirement ready. All right, Eric, you want to play a little game? Sure. Let's play a little game here. Let's do overrated, underrated, or rightly rated. I'm not sure if that's the right way to say that, but I'm going to say it. Uh, okay. I've got some I got some items here, some from the financial world, some not, just for some fun here. And just kind of give us what you think. You, you think that it gets too much attention, not enough attention, or just the right amount of attention in the financial world, okay? Okay. Uh, big tax refund, right? Since we're talking about taxes, since we're January, everybody's like, oh, man, I got to put this stuff together. But at least I'm going to, you know, I'm looking for a big tax refund come April. Is that an overrated thing? Should we be thinking about it that way? Or what do you think? It is overrated because if you're getting a big tax refund, it means that you've lent the government money with zero interest to them for the year. So And they will like, not do I mean, the same. <laughs> yeah. Nobody wants to pay. Everyone, everyone hates paying. That's why right. there's kind of two waves of returns. There's the ones where people get the refunds. And that's, you know, usually February um, or as soon as they can. And then you get the people have to pay, and that's always in April because that's the least, you know, latest time you can pay. Yep. So you want to have it kind of. You like to get either a very small refund or owe a small amount of money. And that's it's difficult sometimes to gauge that. Um, you know, you have to go in if you're if you're working for somebody and you're getting a constant paycheck. It's how you adjust your um, withholdings, right? You can go in there and change that. And if you get bonuses, that can you know they withhold a lot on those, and depends. It just it's kind of a, a very moving target. It's hard to adjust. But in retirement, you get to choose how much you have withheld. When you get you know so when you retire, and let's say you're going to take a distribution from an IRA or four hundred one k, you get to choose. Well, out of an IRA, you get to choose. Out of a four hundred one k, you don't. They automatically withhold twenty percent. But out of an IRA, you can choose how much federal tax you want withheld. And how much okay. state tax you want withheld. So knowing what tax step you're on, knowing what tax rate you're at is critical because you just want to hold just enough, right? Yeah. To where yeah. you maybe owe a few dollars or maybe get back a few dollars. You don't want to get these huge refunds. With the people getting the huge refunds are people that are typically working and they're not adjusting their withholdings. And they rather claim zero, have the maximum amount withheld, and then get that refund. They use that for you know, usually paying off Christmas debt and that kind of stuff. So it's kind of a forced savings. Yeah, when you're young, right? You have you have kids or whatever, and you get that kind of big tax return. It can definitely be helpful, but right. I think as a, as a general rule, it's definitely overrated for that big tax refund. And just the big that's the best way to look at it is you're you're loaning them money with you know, and they're not going to loan you any money. <laughs> no, and when you owe them, they if you don't get enough in, they charge you a penalty exactly. and interest. Exactly. So okay, they don't give you anything when they hold your money for a long time. All right, so overrated. Uh, Star Wars. I'm going to told you I was going to go all over the place. So the, <laughs> the, the, the series, the franchise, whatever you want to look at it, overrated, underrated, or rightly rated. I'm a big Star Wars fan. So I'm to say underrated. I mean the what Star Wars did for movie making and a whole genre. And I mean, think about it. One movie back in the day that took them. You know, it was you know revolutionary. It spun into this huge. I mean, kind of started the whole universe kind of thing, right? Kind of started right. the whole. Hey, we can take movies and make a whole entire you know universe out of stuff. 
Oh, and then Disney picked up the ball. You know, Lucas sold to Disney, and they created, you know, Star Wars Land. They have it, the two theme parks. Um, believe it or not, they actually just created a, uh, a Star Cruise. So there's a hotel. It doesn't leave. You can't go into space. don't have that yet. But <laughs> it feels like that. Right. So you go check into a hotel. It's two days of an immersion experience. You're, in, you're encouraged to wear costumes oh boy. Um, while you're in it. Um, the, you know, they got the, the gaming tables, they got the weird cantina, and then you go into the oh, Star wow. Wars land and ride the, the two rides that they had, the Rise of the Resistance and yeah. the, uh, the Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, they call it. You eat at the docking bay. And so this whole immersion experience. And, um, so they're, and then they, all the stuff they have on the Disney plus streaming, you know, they got the new Boba Fett coming out. So I'm a big Star Wars nerd. <laughs> you know, I grew up <laughs> right, with it. Right. Yeah. So I love Me it. Too. Um, yeah. and it's, a, it's an escape, right? Yeah, it is definitely watch escape. Star Wars escape. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna agree with you to a point. I, I think <laughs> it was definitely underrated in the original run. You know, I think over the last little bit, it's gotten a little, got a little crazy. Uh, so maybe rightly rated. Maybe it should fall in the middle now. Like at one point, yeah. it was definitely underrated. Then it became overrated. Maybe now it's just right. Maybe we'll go. Yeah, when they when they came up with the new the new release of the movies, the the new ones, the Phantom Menace, that kind of stuff. Yeah, when I went and saw those. I was like, this is. It's too much. Yeah, it's too much. Too much yeah. CGI. Yeah. My, my and again, that's the technology. The story. Right. Yeah, and that yeah. was all about the technology, which obviously these films are always based on pushing that envelope. So, okay. Right. All right. Well, let's do another financial one here, but I thought it would be fun <laughs> to throw something in there. Star I knew Wars was a lot more fun. I knew, yeah, that. I know you're a big Star Wars fan. So, <laughs> uh, paying off the mortgage early. Is this, a, is this a rightly rated conversation? Because, we, you know, especially for retirees, it's like, hey, let's get it paid off, paid off, paid off. Uh, overrated, underrated? What do you think? Probably rightly rated. Um, I know that people, their biggest hang-up about entering retirement is not having much debt because that's less stress, less taxing they have to put onto their uh, portfolio, right? Okay. Less money I got to pull out. But don't let having a mortgage payment be the hint or be the, the one thing that's going to prevent you from retiring. If you can retire and can afford it, because that's going to fall off at some point, right? The mortgage may be paid off at some point. So we account for that in our software when we do this for, for clients. Um, as far as pulling money out of an IRA or 401k to pay off the mortgage, that's I do not recommend that. Um, because you put the money into your house, let's say your house is paid off. What's the value of your house? Well, it's whatever the street, whatever the market is telling you it's worth, right? So if you took this money out, put it in, let's say there was a housing correction. Let's say houses are worth 20% less than what they were before. Well, you got 20% less money, right? If you had the money outside of the home, you still pay off the home, you have control over that money. So it really, it, a plan will point to what's probably the best thing for you. But uh, taking money out of qualified plans to pay off the mortgage is not recommended. It's better just to pay that out of cash flow and a, and it's going to be paid off at some point. So but how you want to you know kind of focus if it's one of these where you know the be all end all is to get rid of the house. Maybe you're overrating it. If you could you know pay no attention to it, maybe you're underrating it. So it's finding that right kind of middle ground, if you will, as to the best part of the strategy when it comes to your mortgage. Okay. Right. All right. Uh, how about this one? Is are or is or are? I think we'll go with are. Are variable annuities are they overrated, underrated, or rightly rated? Uh, they're overrated because yeah. what they promise you or they what they sell them on is sizzle, right? Um, on the, these wonderful riders that you can get for these income growth opportunities and this kind of thing and debt benefits. And it sounds great. You know, who doesn't want? The market, or let's say six or seven percent, right? So mm -hmm. you get either one of those drivers higher. So that sounds great, but what they don't tell you is they don't tell you what it costs in order to get that. Okay, it's kind of like 
I've told the story a couple of times on the radio, but a friend of mine at the fair got talked into purchasing a Mercedes, okay? Because the, the person said, well, what you're paying right now for your vehicle, the lease payment for this, I think it was only going to increase his monthly outflow of like 100 bucks a month, the difference. He's like, oh, for $100 a month, I'm be driving a Mercedes. Wow, yeah, yeah. you know? Yeah, I got a Mercedes. What he failed to tell them then also was all the gotchas, right? Now, the Mercedes required, and because it was a lease, you had to do this, it had to be filled up with premium gas. Well, that's more expensive than regular unleaded gas, right? Um, the oil change is synthetic oil and has to occur sooner, not at 3,000 miles, but I think it was at 1,500. And so that was expensive. And the tires, which were high-performance tires and went out pretty quickly, those had to be replaced, and those are pretty pricey. So yeah. the carrying cost, in other words, to have that were not added into that factor. So when you have stuff that's being sold on what's called sizzle, right, there's all this extra performance. Actually, find out what it's really paying for. And if and if you're, the, the ends justify the cost, then it might be a great product. But most people, when they look at turn to annuities, are turning for some kind of guarantee. They like a guarantee of something, whether it's income, death benefits, those kinds of things. And there's ways to get those without paying all the high fees. And then if you want the market, be in the market without all those fees. That's gotcha. how we address that. So, okay. Yeah. All right. So probably a little overrated. And it definitely has a bad rap a lot of times you hear about annuities. And it kind of taints the whole annuity world. And typically it's variable where it kind of gets that conversation piece going about high fees and so on and so forth. So uh, definitely one of those things where you want to make sure you're talking with your advisor about whether or not it's right for you and having those conversations. But let's do another one here. Let's squeeze in two more. Uh, macaroni and cheese. Overrated, underrated, or just right? See, I think it's overrated because oh, I'm not a mac okay. and cheese fan. Oh, now, man. Love mac all of my staff loves mac and cheese. And okay. so when we, t- when we do a, um, a dinner at the end of the year, a um, big Christmas dinner, and you know one of the sides we have to get is always mac and cheese. And I said, you know, get the kids their <laughs> mac and cheese because mm-hmm. I don't I, I mean, I love pasta. I like cheese. But I just not a big fan of the two together. Maybe that's un-American. I don't know. But I just never it's, yeah, it's, was that into it. Yeah, it's borderline there. I think you know I've had some. You know, we all you know there's the craft right, the just basic box mac and cheese, mm-hmm. and then there's some highfalutin mac and cheese, and I've had some pretty darn good highfalutin mac and cheese. So I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay in the rightly rated camp on that one. Well, the staff favorite is the is the mac and cheese from Chick Fil A. Okay. They, yeah. That's the one that always gets the big thumbs up. Uh, I've had some. Here. I've had something called Cajun mac and cheese from this place here. This uh, not too far away from where I'm at, and they do all kinds of cheeses in there. But then they also do some Cajun spice, and man, it's good. <laughs> but anyway, all right, let's do one more here financially, and then okay. we'll jump out. Uh, overrated, underrated, or rightly rated Roth IRAs and all the attention they are, have been getting lately. Well, I think that's rightly rated because anytime you can control your tax rate in retirement is great. And the Roth IRA have done correctly with, talked about this on the radio too, you know, you got to hold to five years and be over 59 and a half, all that kind of stuff, but it's tax exempt. You don't have to pay tax, tax free when you take it out. So that's great. Um, so you want to be able to have as much of that as possible getting in there. That's where you have limits by contribution or, you know, the conversions you have to pay the tax now. And, you know, some people, they have a kind of a, a sinister view of the government thinking they're going to, you know, change the rules in retirement. All of a sudden they're gonna make the Roths now. Oh, guess what? Those are taxable again. I don't think that'll happen. Um, so you want to, you know, use the rules that you're currently you know, deployed by. And I don't think they're going to change the rules on a Roth because that would be, that would cause all kinds of upheaval in our industry or with the, with the country. Because um, you paid your tax. You made your, made your bet now. I'm paying your tax right now in agreement that you won't, I won't pay tax later. So uh, Roth is great. If you could have tax-free money, you want as much of that as possible. 
just understand getting there, what it costs, uh, what you're doing, the impact of um, the minimum distributions you're going to have in retirement. These are things that we cover in the Retirement Readiness Review. We look at Roth conversions. Actually, we're going to do a report for you that shows you, you know, if you keep your qualified plans on the trajectory that they're on, we assume a rate of return, what it costs you in taxes versus what it costs you to do a conversion, let's say over the next four or five years, something like that. So one of the things we'll do for you when you come in is do this tax burden analysis so you can make the wise decision on, hey, should I convert some of this to Roth or what I need to do because you can't have too much tax-free money in retirement. You've been listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast. If you have questions about what you've heard on today's podcast and would like to schedule a complimentary retirement readiness review with Eric Peterson and the team at Peterson Financial Group, call now. 515-226-1500 is the number to dial. That's 515-226-1500. They are Iowa's retirement specialists and standing by to help you achieve your financial and retirement goals. Want to ask a question online? Visit the team at askericpeterson.com. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Ready Podcast, making sure that you're retirement ready. Did you know that Eric Peterson also has a radio show? Tune in to the Retirement Ready Radio Show, Sundays at noon on AM 1040 WHO. Peterson Financial Group is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies every day, using a variety of insurance and investment products to meet their specific goals. We are not permitted to offer, and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. The information presented is not a solicitation for the purchase or sale of securities or investment strategies. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. Investing involves risk, including the loss of principal. No investment strategy can guarantee a profit or protect against loss in periods of declining values. Any references to protection benefits or lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims-paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Investment advisory services offered through Peterson Financial Group, Inc., a registered investment advisor.